Just a reminder to subscribe. Thank you, friends. Did we start? Yeah. What what, did I miss the intro? No, we haven't done it yet. We just kind of, you know, ease into it. I feel like we've never really started the show with an intro. We're just kind of like, (laughs) so how about them Yankees? And then (laughs) Yankees. Today, I mean it's our first episode of the year in the (sighs) studio. I didn't do my job. Uh-oh. Oh, a blanket? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I didn't do my job. Okay. I think we're set. Okay. Oh, well, now that <laughs> Justin did his job and got Lauren a blankie. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. I'm Lauren. I'm Justin. This is the trio you guys are going to be seeing on tour. We're back. A majority of the shows, I should say. We have some special guests joining us in various locations. Still trying to convince Alejandra to hop on a couple. Yeah, have you, is she coming to Charlotte? I'm not sure. I haven't talked to her yet. You know, she's enjoying Peru right now, bopping. But um, we'll see. We have some other guests that you've seen on Two Hot Takes in the past that are coming to some big cities like Philly, New York. So give us a clue. What's it going to be? I'm not dropping any hints. It's going to be good, but can I, I know? <laughs> I'll tell you offline. Okay, cool. But I uh, I did get an updated chart for a lot of the shows, and a lot of them are like 96% sold out, 88% sold out. They're like inching towards not having tickets. So if you guys have been holding out to get your live show tickets, don't wait. Buy them. Secure your spots. Um, I don't know if we're going to be adding many other like second show options just because we are doing a lot of shows and it, it just might be a lot for us. So buy your tickets, guys, because we really want to see you and meet you in person. It's honestly my favorite part about this whole podcast. It's yeah, true. it's true. Are you doing any um, like sober shows or are we going to have like a cocktail for each one? Well, we have VIP meet and greets. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe we like sip champagne with our friends if mm-hmm. they choose to partake. Is it before the show or after? Before. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it'll be really fun. Cool. We'll see. We have a lot of new little segments happening for the live shows. We're having our dinner this week sometime and we're going to get it all rolling. So look out. Look out for those details. All three, three of us. Oh, yeah. where are we going? We're going to do dinner. Where? Probably Bakery, our favorite. Perfect. I'll go. I'll be there. There we go. So today's theme, are we ready? Mm -hmm. No. I I think like we've had a theme in the past, like secondhand embarrassment. Lauren's zoning so hard. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was an old one. That was a classic. Yeah. So it was like secondhand embarrassment. And um, I, I just feel like I was reading some of these stories and I'm like, I'm embarrassed that you're so embarrassing. <laughs> like you're pathetic. Yeah. Like wow. you're embarrassing to yeah. me. Wow. It might not be our writer. It might be someone in the story. You could say, mm. Morgan, you're popping off. No, these people are fine. So we're going to see. It's like when you're watching those videos and you almost have to turn them off. Oh, or yeah. Or you ever click the comment button to hide the video so you don't have to watch it, but you keep listening and you start reading comments yes. just so you don't have to watch it. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys, I, the other day was watching, um, well, remember I sent you that like fecal transplant thing? Well, yes. You can make $180,000 a year donating your poop. Yeah. Which was so wild. So anyway, I was curious about it, not only because of that, but because of on the other <laughs> end of it, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, what? Is this, does it help? What does it help? Because there was this video that was talking about this girl who has, um, she has bipolar disorder disorder, and her husband gives her 
His poop? His poop all the time. to And they do like this transplant. And I, so I'm interested in it, so I wanted to listen to it. But like, I couldn't look at the video. They literally show their poop on the screen and they wow. blend it up. It was crazy. And I'm like, I literally can't do this, but I need to watch it. So that just reminded me of that. It was pff, wild. Sorry, we're start, starting off a little uh, strong. I think little you just strong. Set the strong. You just set the record for how early we can bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this. Maybe we can crop this and move it towards the end. No, I like this crop, a lot. Crop, crop. Also, we are um, participating in dry and damp-ish Januaries. Moist. So if you're joining mm. us, cheers. Um, Moist. And if you have any good mocktail suggestions for like going out and like getting drinks at bars, I would love those in the comments. But other than that, any updates? Anything? This is like our first episode back as a team for the year. Anything else? It's kind of nice to not be in the middle. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm proud of Lauren for taking on that role. <laughs> um, How about you, Lauren? Hmm. I don't know. I'm just glad to finally chill out for a minute before we start getting going again, because as fun as the holidays are, I'm tired. I'm just so tired. Yep. But I feel you. It's a lot. Ready? Okay. Let's dive in. Okay, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> so up first for us, this one is coming from Am I the Asshole? It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Expecting My Date to Cover the Cost of a Dress He Ruined? Ruined. Thank you. I, 27 female, am in a bit of a dilemma and could really use some advice. I've been seeing this guy for a couple of months, and we decided to go to a nice high-end restaurant for a date. Initially, I was going to wear a nice dark blue dress that I like to wear out, but he asked me to wear a different white dress that I had shown him once as it matched his outfit. I've never had a guy ask me this. The white dress in question was a gift from my late grandmother and was quite expensive. So I was reluctant but agreed and just asked that we didn't go anywhere after where I might spill something on it or otherwise mess it up. He mentioned clubbing after dinner, which is why I said that. I didn't want to risk messing the dress up. And he said we could just go to dinner and I could change out of it before doing anything else. Great. However, the evening took a turn for the worse when he accidentally spilled his red wine all over my dress. Oh no. He had gotten an unexpected call and when he tried to quickly mute his ringer, his elbow hit his glass and it spilled all in the lap area of my dress before I could react. It was completely drenched and stained. He was apologetic at the time, and I tried to be cool about it, but inside I was devastated, especially since I had mentioned specifically how I wanted to be careful wearing it. Later, I mentioned to him that the dress was very expensive and asked if he'd be willing to help with the cost of cleaning or replacing it. To get it professionally cleaned and the stain removed, would cost $100, which I asked him to pay half of. To my surprise, he got quite defensive. He argued that it was an accident and that I was being unreasonable for expecting him to pay for something like that. And it was my fault for wearing it out knowing that it could have happened. Okay. I feel like it's a matter of principle. 
Yes, it was an accident, but the dress is ruined, and it was extremely sentimental to me, not to mention a valuable dress. He thinks I'm being materialistic and making a big deal out of nothing. Now, I'm not sure how to feel about his reaction. Am I the asshole for expecting him to cover the cost? Absolutely not. How how long has she been with this guy? Couple months. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Literally bye. Next story. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a couple questions? Mm-hmm. So whose fault is it that the dress was worn out? His. Really? His. Wait, that the dress was worn out? He assured her nothing's gonna happen. Please wear that dress. We'll change after dinner. Oh, blah blah sure. blah blah blah. Like he literally pressured her so hard to wear that specific white dress. But I'm, she could I'm him. she could have not, right? She could have. But yeah. then at the same time, no, I, I'm does it change kidding. if he hadn't spilled the wine, let's say the waiter did. Do, then then is it his fault that she wore it out and got it spilled on, right? No, so it gets no, into weird territory. But here's the thing is that the restaurant would comp their meal. Yeah. Right. Which is of course. now going to be more than $100, which covers the cost of her cleaning, cleaning fees. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've had a restaurant actually pay for, for your my, cleaning. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But so do you think the right thing then would have been not to order red wine? Because then that, you don't, yeah. then, then there's no chance that you could cause that. It's, That's definitely but a consideration. I'm not getting the fact that he like, was like, ha ha, and elbowed it and tried to do this. Or are you? Do you think it's intentional? No. <sighs> We're going to get into the comments. Oh, real really? Quick. Well, so my whole he thing is. He hates the dress and was like ensuring that, oh, maybe that's why he doesn't want to clean it. Because he's like, damn it, <laughs> this was my time to shine. <laughs> it's just weird. But I think, yeah, you'd, you would split it because though it's an accident, you're trying to do good by this person. You're trying to start this relationship. So split it or be a really good dude and just pay for the whole thing and say, sorry, it was my bad. No matter if it's an accident or not, your elbow still went up and hit it and spilt the wine on her. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard, too, because it's like it's easy to get defensive, right? You feel bad. You feel guilty. Maybe he is a good guy. Yeah. And he gets defensive. Okay. But you're getting defensive over just paying for $100. Yeah. She's not flipping out at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. She's not crying, which... Excuse me. I would be bawling my eyes out at the table. Yep. She's being really reasonable, just saying, hey, split it with yeah. me. Yeah. It's $50. It's so- You're being a jackass and ruining a potential relationship over $50. Yeah. It's, it that's shows why I said character. he's yeah, that's why it's like bye. Like, You're embarrassing. Yeah, leave him. I I just it's really hard for me too because so yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Um, I was drinking like a cut water on Hannah's couch. And um, we were playing Mario Party and um, Brian, I like freaked out because I lost and I put my hands up in the air and I hit Brian's cut water and he spilt it on himself and on her couch. And she was just talking how she got this brand new couch. She's obsessed with it. And so I'm like, I'm like, I feel so bad. And, you know, I'm trying to help her clean. But I'm like, I was like, let me know how it like comes like if it dries weird if it looks weird or whatever and I'm like I would pay for the full like cleaning to do like for someone to come over yeah yeah. for someone to come over and do like a steam cleaning like it's not even a question like if if it left a mark like yeah I mean it was yeah it was an accident of course I didn't mean to do that but it's like that's just like the respectful thing you do exactly 
So people in the comments were getting a lot of bad vibes from this. Mm. And I definitely was like, even before I read the comments initially, I was like, okay, well, why was he so insistent to go home after dinner and change before going clubbing? It's a big inconvenience. Like it, Mm -hmm. it was just really weird for me. So the top comment, not the asshole, but listen very carefully to what he is telling you and look carefully at what he did. He asked you to wear a particular item of clothing. Even after you expressed concern, something would happen to it. As you predicted, something happened to it. The thing that happened to it was his fault. Entirely. Perhaps he's a butterfingered klutz all the time. Doesn't matter. He spilled his drink. He took no responsibility for the consequences of his actions. He blamed you for wearing the dress he specifically asked you to wear. All caps. (laughs) Not only does he not care about your dress— but he doesn't seem to care about you at all. This guy is not your person. He's awful. Don't Mm -hmm. contact him again for any reason at all. There's nothing good here. Yeah. Right. And the thing about it is, though you made the choice to wear it, you were doing it in good faith, even though you're hesitant, for him to try and like, sure, see what the vibe is Mm -hmm. and whatever. I don't know. That's cute to match going out. Yeah, it's a cute thing. And so you took the risk and did it in good faith. Yeah. And not like, sure, you could have said no, but you were just going along and being a good time. Yeah. Why was this dress special again? Her late grandmother got it for her. Yeah, And it was very expensive. That's what's so interesting because it's like, I was gonna. I was gonna say if like if it was her ex boyfriend or something, and then the guy's like, "I'm gonna fucking take this dress down." Oh, yeah. But grandma. <laughs> but yeah, it's like what? This is the hard part. I'm. I mean, I'm having right now. I'm missing some jewelry, and it's very sentimental. And it's like you keep it in a dish because you don't want to wear it. You you want to protect it, but then you know maybe it would have been safer around my neck. And it's yeah. like this dress. You keep it on a hanger, looking nice because you don't want to ruin it. She wears it one time, it gets wrecked. Like. It's so hard having sentimental pieces because you're always at risk of that. I have that debate every day. It's really, really hard. I have my grandpa's dog tag from the Vietnam War. And sometimes I look at it sitting safe and sound at home and I'm like, what if the house burns down? Yeah. It's probably better if it's on me. But then what if I wear it and I come home and I'm like, it's it's gone. gone. So it's, I mean, you just need like a a, a safe, uh, well, fireproof safe. I know. But at the end of the day, this all boils down mistake or not take responsibility or actions and be a good person just do the right thing yeah it's so weird it's i like, would pay for the whole thing i know yeah you exactly a, a good person that actually likes you would yeah unless the next comment after the top one yeah he got defensive which either means it wasn't an accident or he's so emotionally immature he needs to go back into the dating pond with the rest of the tadpoles <laughs> yeah next comment down Yep, this was a test to see if she is easily controlled. He spilled on purpose 100%. She needs to jump ship now. And the people that they are like, cannot upvote this enough. He was totally gaslighting her. You wore the dress, so it's your fault. Hell no. Everyone's like this. Um, Someone goes, like, this totally reminds me of a former post about someone who uh, was trying to protect her friend from a potential accident because the boyfriend was a klutz. And it turns out, like, the boyfriend, like, literally, like, didn't like her or some shit and was doing, like, hurting her on purpose on accident. That was a fucked up story. We should actually read that for Patreon. Yeah, someone is like, 
Great comment. Only thing I'd add is that's the best 100 OP will ever spend, assuming she never speaks to him again. Yeah. True. But I don't know. Call it accident. He's an asshole or call Did she it- respond? There's uh, no comments I see from OP, not on the account, no updates. We'll have to keep an eye. Um, it's only eight days old, so it's it's still pretty new, pretty fresh. Oh, but, I could see, I could see the the trying to control. Couldn't you see like but, it's like an Andrew Tate type person where they're like, let me let me test initially. Let's see how she reacts. Let's see if she'll be submissive. Like we just read that post about the dread game and how psychotic What's people the can dread be. Game? It's essentially like you make the other person feel so insecure that you're gonna leave them and like it's like psychological warfare on your partner so that they become yeah, more that was, attached that was to you. Fucked. That's crazy. But think about people like neg. Like they negative comment you mm-hmm. in order to like make it so you then seek their validation. Mm-hmm. That's a big red flag I look out for. Like yeah. it's really weird. And the, yeah, that whole like they put you on a pedestal in the very beginning and then like pull it out from underneath you. Yeah. And then yeah. Piggy banking or what's the um the other one we've talked about? Penny method. What's that? That's the penny method where they mm-hmm. like give you 100 percent like mm-hmm. kind of love bomb you and then slowly they start to treat you like shit. Yeah. And then you, that person is just like, I know they'll treat me like this. They have before. Exact it's possible. That's the penny method. Yeah. So I hope she dumps his ass. Me too. Next. Is it even dumping at this point? It's just like a, a peace out. Yeah. yeah. This, this is one where ghosting just would be ghosting. justified. Yeah. 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 It's justified. Next story. This one is six hours old. Wow. I'm on the fence on this one. Really? But I really liked it, so I'm pushing it in here. Don't yell at me for making a story work. Uh, It's titled, Am I the asshole for not telling my former fiancé I bought her dream home? Hmm. Ten years ago, my fiancé left me, 38 male, a few weeks before our wedding. We grew up in a small town. We were friendly, went to the same school, but we were never in the same clique. She was one of the popular kids and I wasn't. So a few years after college, I moved back home because my dad got sick. I found a job in my field about 45 minutes away from home. I would help take my dad to his chemo appointments. And it was during one of those appointments that I first ran into my ex. She worked at the hospital. One day while I was waiting, I asked her out. It turned out we shared a lot of the same interests. It seemed like our relationship was going great. About a year or so into dating, my ex and I moved into a rental house together. The following year, I proposed. We began looking for a house. My ex always wanted to live in her grandparents' house on the lake near our town. Her family was forced to sell the house when her grandparents died because of an inheritance dispute. Six months before our wedding, a chance event happened. The couple who bought her grandparents' lake house had grown tired of our snowy winters. It took some work and nearly all of my savings, but I was able to buy her dream house. It was going to be my surprise wedding present, so I didn't dare tell her or anyone in her family my plans. Damn. A month before our wedding, X and her friends went to Miami for her bachelorette party. I'm not sure all of what happened there. Part of me doesn't really want to know, but I do know her high school boyfriend was there. When she got back from the trip, she broke down and confessed she was afraid to get married and wanted to call it off. It was a mess. She later moved to Florida 
and eventually married her high school boyfriend. Oh, I hate that. I ended up moving back to the city for an amazing job. In the meantime, I still had the lake house. With the help of my mom and dad, we started to fix up the lake house. It took a few years. My mom and dad would look after the contractors while I was in the city. But having the lake house was perfect when everything locked down. I was able to escape the city and work remotely from the lake house. I now live here full-time and work remotely. This summer, we had a 4th of July party at the lake house. My sister-in-law used photos from the lake this summer in her holiday Christmas card. One of those cards made it to my ex's cousin. The cousin recognized the house. The Saturday before New Year's, ex's mother and sister were at my front door. After pleasantries and answering their initial questions, they made an offer to buy it. I refused. They were not happy. A few days later, I got a long text from my ex. This was the first time in about nine years that she has talked to me. She called me an asshole for keeping this from her. Her family is blaming her for losing the house again. (laughs) She then asked me to sell. I still had no intention to sell. Now her and her family are complaining on social media that this is some sort of revenge. Am I the asshole? No. No. Holy shit. Wait, I thought you said you were on the fence with this one. Well, like in the theme, but like I'm embarrassed for her. Yeah. Like, girl. Yeah. You had what sounds like an amazing person who moved heaven and earth Mm -hmm. to make you happy and loved you. And Mm -hmm. you married the high school boyfriend. So Mm -hmm. like, I hope it worked out. But damn. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, she kind of, she made her bed, so she has to lay yeah. Isn't that the same? And maybe it worked out for the better yeah. all around, well, right? And like, that's the thing is that, I mean, he did this to, does she, I wonder if she knows that he literally bought this house to surprise her for their wedding. Dude, guess. this is some fucking notebook I shit. I would respond with that. Yeah. Because, I would respond to her message saying right. I did that. Yeah. And, that, and so that was her decision. It's like, that's unfortunate. But like. She decided to call the wedding off. She's happily married to somebody else now. She didn't know about the house for nine years. She moved away. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't on her radar, right? She's not on Zillow every day like, oh, I want that house back. And the whole family is looking at it every day, hoping it pops up. Yeah. They didn't even know. They just want it now because he has it. Well, that's the thing. If I had a house that I was really trying to get, I would write the family a letter I would stop by mm-hmm. once a year, maybe just check in. Hey, yep. I used to live here. It was my grandparents' place. You know, if you're ever interested in selling. Right. Please I would, call us. I would make a continued totally. effort. They didn't even know no. who owned that house. Exactly. It had already switched hands. So the fact that he knew and they didn't know, it's just like, move yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. And it took them nine years to figure it out. Just move on. Yeah. Let, kind of, let him live. Yeah. It's kind of like when kids are all playing with a bunch of new toys they got. And you're over here checking out a different one that they also got, but they don't really know. And you, all of a sudden they rush over and they want to start playing with that one because you have it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh no, that one. I want that one. It's like, yo, what do you mean? And he, he didn't buy it out of revenge. No, he he got it in again. Good faith. I don't know why that word's in my brain tonight, Mm -hmm. but he was doing it out of good intention. Out of love. And then- you know what? Maybe it's a worthwhile asset and people in his life enjoy it. And it, yeah. it is what it is. So Sounds like he loves it. So It's kind of the way the world goes. Yeah. 
Top comment, not the asshole. Your intention was to surprise your ex with the house at the wedding. If you had called off the wedding, I'd reconsider my judgment. Yeah, agreed. But she is the reason why she doesn't have access to that house. For sure. On top of that, you've made the house your own. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. And uh, next comment down, he managed to surprise her. (laughs) Yeah, true. Curious if there's any comments from OP. I mean, I, it's like, yeah, I get it. It's unfortunate for the family. They really want the house. It means a lot to them. It's sentimental, just like we were talking about in the last um, story. Like, these sentimental things mean a lot to us. It sucks. Yeah. So but then really be on sucks. top of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then they should have been more on top of it. And then also approach it with way more love than that. I mean, she sends them a long text saying, like, you're an asshole. This is for revenge. But anyway, are you willing to sell? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Also, it's kind of funny. The family blamed her for, like, it's them funny. losing access. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so funny how shit goes down yeah. when people fight. But, yeah, not the asshole. No comments from OP. No updates yet as, you know, it's only six hours old, seven yeah. hours old or whatever it is now. Um, but I'm curious if we get an update on this one. That's eventually. a good one. I'm very glad you put it in this theme. Yes. Okay, moving along. One of this week's partners is SeatGeek. I love going to sporting events and concerts, but I'm a bit of a procrastinator and I feel like I never buy tickets ahead of time. I'm always last minute and I always want the best deal, which is why you use SeatGeek. Justin and I were considering going to the Chiefs game last weekend. We looked at tickets and we were able to find some for just $21. And I'm scrolling on SeatGeek right now, just trying to see what's happening in LA. And if I wanted to go to a Clippers game next Tuesday, I could for just $10. Whatever event you're trying to go to, SeatGeek is going to have your tickets. There's over 70,000 events on SeatGeek from concerts, sports, festivals, and more. What's nice about SeatGeek is you know if you're getting a good ticket or not too. Each ticket is actually rated on a scale 1 to 10. So you look for those little green dots. Green means good, red means bad. And say you change your mind or something happens, every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee. I love SeatGeek and I'm gonna keep using it. I haven't seen my girl Taylor yet and she's got a couple more shows on this Eras tour, so SeatGeek is gonna get me there. You know I came through for you guys. Use my code THT for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code THT. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. So this is coming from our very own Two Hot Takes subreddit. It is four days old. It is titled, My 26 male fiancé, 24 female, is reconsidering our relationship over a sandwich. (laughs) Next month, we'll have been together for three years. We have been living together for 11 months, and I proposed five months ago. This situation is absolutely absurd to me. A couple of weeks ago, my fiance asked me to get takeaway because she was too tired to cook. She's an A&E nurse and was still recovering after having coronavirus caught from the ward at work. Mm. I went to Greg's after work. I had a voucher where I would get a second free sandwich identical to my first order. I ordered us tuna crunch baguettes. I forgot that she's allergic to several types of fish and shellfish, including tuna. It was an honest mistake on my part, but she flipped out. I offered to cook for her. I was going to let it go because she was just getting over being ill, but she was still mad the next day and left our flat to go stay with one of her friends. Besides the tuna, she was also upset that I couldn't recite her usual Greg's order by heart or her order from another one of our regular takeaways, even though she knew mine. She has a better memory than I do because she needs it for her work. She hasn't returned and she says she's reconsidering our relationship. 
over a sandwich. She says the sandwich is just a symptom, but that's absurd. I made a mistake for getting her allergy, but I don't believe it's something to end the relationship over. She was disappointed when I got home and told her what sandwiches I bought, but I didn't think it would be something she'd leave over. My family and even my mates say I'm right and this is absurd. For her to be reconsidering because of a sandwich? The one time I spoke to her since she left, she says her family all agrees with her. Our lease is up at the end of next month and she told me to go ahead without her if I want to stay in our flat. I do love her. I want to marry her. It's completely absurd to me that I'm in this situation and I cannot believe it. (laughs) Well, there's a couple things here because... I mean, does she tell him any of the other problems? Because she said this is a symptom of a much larger problem. So this is like this could be a moment where he just is so oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. And if if that's her issue, like if she's just like, you don't remember anything about me at all. And then she's upset about that. Then it's like, okay, well, then it's not over just a sandwich. But if if she's really just like dialing in and it's just little moments like this that she's going in this hard on, then it's like, well, also, why does he want to be with her anyway? If she's willing to leave you over just a sandwich, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just doesn't sound like it's really a strong um, foundation of a relationship. I would agree. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, the thing like you're both also asking people that are going to naturally be on your side how they feel about this true so you're gonna get validated because they're just gonna hype you up like yeah what she's mad about what and then on the other side it's like he did what Mm -hmm. i don't know what's triggering her whether it's the forgetting something very key about her that you obviously should know like i would know if morgan had a certain allergy and i would i i don't think i'd forget and be like whoops i just ordered two tuna sandwiches like it's so Annoying. I think these are, we need more information Mm -hmm. because these do feel like some cracks that, you know, it's not over the sandwich. Clearly not. And she's even saying it's not. Right. It feels like it's a a string of things where it's like, okay, and now you're forgetting this, you know, Mm -hmm. relatively big detail about me. And I think that's her point. Like, I picked this one because I know we've had a blend of literally kind of like, this story put together. So the episode with Matt and Amy that we just had, we had a story about a guy went to the grocery store with his partner, turned to her and said, hey, should I get cheese for our spaghetti and cheese? And she goes, no, because she misheard him. Has a meltdown over the cheese. Ignores him, sleeps on the couch, all this shit. Then we've had a story in the past where this guy um, ordered two things of uh, shrimp Alfredo. She's allergic to shrimp. I feel like it's kind of like a common thing that keeps coming up where it's like, if you don't know your partner has an allergy or if you're kind of doing things that feel like weaponized incompetence and it adds up again and again and again, I feel like, yeah, it might be over just a sandwich, but it might be justified. Like to not remember your partner has an allergy, you're so dumb. Well, I would also say it depends on because I know this one girl who um, was allergic to like 68 different things. Holy. okay, she needs a list. Yeah. So she everywhere like she was on my cheer team and anywhere we went, any restaurant, we had to notify them to not have any peanuts in the restaurant anywhere because she's airborne allergic. Oh, my God. And she'd have to bring her own meals and we would just like eat as a team. But like her parents would pack all of her meals for her. So I guess like 
there's an exception where it's like if your partner is allergic to so many different things that it's like you can't expect them to always like sometimes it's going to slip your mind and you're not going to realize. But like I think, yeah, if it's something like my partner's allergic to shellfish and fish and you are living with them, you should probably know that. That's probably a good thing to. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Also, like if I asked you, Justin, what would I order from Sweetgreen? What would you pick? What would you, what would you say right now? Well, there's a mixture of two different orders you really like, but I I would nail one of them. Okay, which would be? Mm, it's safe to go. I don't know what the one's called. It's like the crispy rice one. Love that. Mm -hmm. but um, but I would probably. Oh, just, you like the harvest one too? I would go with the harvest bowl. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> and I know you like the chickpeas in it, and you take out the goat cheese sure do. and things like that. There most, we go. Most places that we eat, I would know. A, if the menu suited you, or B, exactly probably what you'd want to order. Yeah. Because generally, even if we sit down a place we've never been, it's like, oh yeah, let's split those two. But then also with this one, I was thinking, why is her reaction so big? And the thing that I keep going back to is, well, if you are, you know, not, I don't know, it's not, is it dumb? No, is it's just like, you're not paying attention enough to not know this big allergy. He just doesn't, there's, yeah, he's checked out. Then there's a bunch of other stuff you're probably missing. Yeah. Especially you're missing why she's reacting this way. And maybe you just can't even put together the fact that this is due to a bunch of things leading up to it. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh. What? Is there an update? I. Oh, you got me excited. Okay. So I went to go look at the top comment. Uh -huh. I think it's coming from her. Oh. It's coming from her. Let's hear it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here's her side. It's been three years we've been together. I've memorized his favorite takeouts and know what to order for him every time we go to our favorite places. I'm just recovering from COVID and I'm a nurse. I came home exhausted and asked him to pick me up a sandwich. I have food allergies. After three years, I assume he knows. It was buy one, get one, but must be identical sandwiches. He got what he wanted, mm. and I can't eat because I'm allergic to tuna. Right. I lost it. I can't even count on my fiancé to get me a sandwich when I am so exhausted. This is not the first time, and I am afraid that this will be my life if I marry him. He will never make an effort to remember my allergies and not take my needs seriously. It started as a sandwich, but it's just one of the things he never remembers about me. I've left. He doesn't understand how it's not about a sandwich. It's how he doesn't see me. Yeah. So not sure if that's her side or someone getting creative with their writing hmm. because there's not really any new info. Oh, true. Yeah, people I'm do gonna, that. I'm going to go with it's creative writing exercise for someone. Mm. But yeah, I think... It does sum it up well, though. It's perfect. And um, people get tired of weaponized incompetence or feeling like they're not valued in their relationship. And like the other side of this... Your partner is not a fucking psychic. If you want someone who's going to be emotionally intelligent and intuitive, you need to like talk to them early on so that they can gauge your reaction so they can, you know, work with you. If someone's being an idiot and not doing tasks right, show them once. And if they continue to do it, they're inept. And you need to ask yourself, do I want to deal with someone who can't even wash the dishes or do laundry right? Yeah. Right. Like, you don't have to put up with weaponized incompetence or people that are just bad at basic tasks. So funny when um, anytime like Brian doesn't do something like clean very well or whatever it is, 
And he and sometimes like he's been like, well, you're better than, at it than I am. And I'm like, well, then you're going to learn. You're going to learn. 100%. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I'm not putting up with this shit forever. No, no. no chance. Like, ugh, it's just exhausting. We as humans have way too much shit on our plate to then have to balance someone else's basic needs to stay alive. Clean clothes, <laughs> clean dishes, healthy food, food that gets put in the fridge after you cook it so it doesn't go bad and you don't get food poisoning. Like, Yeah, you don't just, want to parent your partner. You don't. And this feels like it could lead to that and she doesn't want to do that forever. I think she's dodging a bullet. Yeah. I think this is, honestly, he's embarrassing. Well, and- you wonder really if he just doesn't get the fact that he ordered what he wanted and just assumed and just didn't even think for two seconds about her allergy or if he's just that oblivious. Because there are people that are just that oblivious. Yeah. He it's might like, be. oh, the, the tuna. He might be one of them. <laughs> he might be one of them. <laughs> Moving along. Another one of this week's partners is Skims. I find a lot of bras to be really uncomfortable. Maybe it's because I have a bigger chest, but the underwire digs in. But Skims has changed the game yet again. They are so comfortable. Even their underwire bras fit totally different than any other brand I've tried. Which makes sense because Skims is creating the next generation of underwear and bras for everybody. I had a couple goals in mind when I was picking my Skims bras. I wanted something comfy that I could wear every day, which is where the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra came in. But then I wanted something a little fun, a little spicy, which is where the no-show unlined demi bra comes in. When I tell you Justin's eyes almost popped out of his head when he saw this thing, this bra is hot, but it's comfortable too. You get to have your cake and eat it too. And if you're still on the fence, Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest material, so you'll feel like you're wearing nothing at all. But no matter what you're looking for, Skims offers a complete system of bra solutions for every need and style. And Skims bras are available now in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. So believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims bras are now available at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Thank you. Okay, so this is coming from relationship advice one day old it is titled my 26 male girlfriend 22 female kicked a child and i can't view her the same way whoa after you read that title is there anyone you can think of that you know of in your life that you think whatever kick a child me (laughs) me yeah justin who came to your mind nobody (laughs) how about you I I couldn't come up with anyone either. I could see Alejandro, but like, really? Yeah, reaction, you know? I definitely didn't think Morgan. (laughs) I was actually picturing this one person who I'm not friends with. I just like know who she is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to have to get into that after. (laughs) I pictured this one guy I saw in a movie one time. (laughs) He was really mean and he picked on the kids. Does anyone know Brad Pitt? Yeah. I could see him kicking a kid. (laughs) Defamation. Just just kidding. I know. Just kidding. Okay. Just kidding, Brad Pitt. (laughs) I get scared of like like naming a celebrity on here. I'm like, oh my god. Fuck you, Brad Pitt. What? I'm kidding. Okay. I'm gonna leave the show right now. Yeah, we love Brad Pitt. Let's get into this. (laughs) 
My 26 male girlfriend, 22 female, kicked a child, and I can't view her the same way. My girlfriend and I have been dating for two years now. A few days ago, she told me the following. She left to take our dog to the park in our apartment complex. When she got there, a boy, who we now know is eight years old, with a ball pump, approached her and asked if he could pet the dog. She let him. Then, when he took too long, she told him that our dog can't poop if she's distracted. The kid didn't respond well to that and followed them into the dog park. He climbed into a tube tunnel in there, and when our dog went over to sniff the tunnel, my girlfriend saw him poking the dog with the air pump. She told him not to do that and leashed our dog and took her to a trail that goes through the trees behind our apartment complex that's decently far from the dog park. While she was on the trail letting the dog sniff around, she noticed that the boy was following them, still with the ball pump. She pretended to get on her phone and asked the boy something like, quote, what's your name? The police officer on the phone wants to know. Hmm. The boy got angry and started running at them. My girlfriend put herself between him and our dog, and he stabbed the basketball pump in her leg, and she kicked him, sending him tumbling down the hill by the path. She said that it was an automatic reaction, but I don't know if I believe that. The boy ended up spraining his wrist, and his parents called the police. My girlfriend was questioned, but not arrested. The parents want to press charges, and as much as my girlfriend insists that she thinks it will be fine, I just can't get the idea of her being violent towards a minor out of my mind. I want kids someday, and I thought that I knew who I was dating. She injured a child— and I feel so gross that I've been dating someone like this. How does oh, our relationship move forward? That's This is weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm wondering if there's a lot of other things that are going on where he's questionable about her character. Because on this story alone, it sounds like she was being attacked. And like, <laughs> by a fucking yeah, crazy Can we kid. talk about the story yeah. first? The kid all of a sudden running. Just I'm picturing Chucky. <laughs> like just sprinting. <laughs> Where the where the hell were his parents? Oh my god, dude! Yeah, the parents show up all of a yeah. sudden when there's some money to make. The parents should be charged for not watching their child. How old was this kid? Eight years old. Yeah, where the where the heck are the parents? This kid's like a little stalker. He is. This, you will, and the he thing, is. The he thing, was stalking her. Well, and that's the thing that's concerning is that one, like he's following her around. Two, he's using like a thing. This play thing is like a. Thing to poke at people and then three when she says she's gonna call the cops he starts charging, charging at her. her these are like huge red flags that need to be like nipped in the butt like immediately yeah you know what i mean so yeah. i know he's a kid so i'll definitely give him grace on that but still i just feel like the story in itself it's like his parents need to be like dude what are you doing <laughs> you got to yeah. be respectful of people's space um I mean, I'm glad that he's, like, okay. Obviously, it's not ideal that she kicked him. Um, Fuck the kid. But, like, it, yeah. was a, it was a knee-jerk reaction, too, you know? like I feel like a good parent would apologize to her and then talk to their kid and be like, listen, this is what you, this is what you get. You, like, yeah, if the kid I, might have told, told a different story, though, you know? Yeah, right. Probably. I mean, kids, yeah. oh, kids I mean, drive he, me crazy with that shit. I, I just think this is absolutely <laughs> unhinged. One, like, this is self-defense. And if he can't recognize that it's self-defense, like, good riddance, girl. You're with an idiot. Run. Oh, that part, yes. And the other thing, too, it's like, 
I don't know what is up with parents lately. Like we've been out in public and I get when you have kids, it's very different and sometimes they can't be contained or they're tired or hungry or whatever other hundred problems can be wrong with a child at any given time. They're, but you see the opposite at the same time. Yes, but lately, and I don't know like if it's just the time of year and people stress and checking out, whatever, but the kids I have seen like, Running around a restaurant, kicking plants over, taking the plants that are on the tables in cups, shaking them all about. Oh, my God. Like. No, there's bad parents. 100%. It's just like you're ruining other people's enjoyment of a public space. And I don't know. Like, there's times where, like, the parents can't help it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, if someone's baby's crying at a table, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like. I get it's a baby. It's when you see the kid doing something, the parent looks over, looks back, and just ignores. Dude, did I I don't know if I told you guys this yet, but I was at Home Goods, favorite place. Hey. And and, um and anyway, there was this like super loud like horn. And I like jumped and I'm (laughs) like, oh my God. Like I thought that there was like an alarm going off in the building. Like it was sounded crazy. And which I don't know why they made this toy, but like it was a dog toy that a child had and he kept squeezing it to the the point that like a person (laughs) at home goods like that works there ran over to see like if somebody was like hurt. And then what's going on? She starts kind of laughing and she's like, oh, okay. It's just, you know, this kid. And his parents were right there and they're like, well, you're the one who sells it at the store. So it's your fault. No. No, <laughs> no, it's your fucking fault that you didn't hear it after maybe the third or fourth time. No, they did hear it. Stop. They kept laughing. They, they were just laughing at him. They didn't care. Oh my God. I was like, a lot this of is people lack that sense. Yeah. I'm like, this is so disrespectful. Like, it was loud, you guys. Like, it was not like, it was an uncomfortable sound. Like, I can't believe they even made this for a dog. Um, oh my but, God. But yeah, just the fact that like the parents were laughing when the kid was like running around doing it. I'm like, okay, that's kind of odd. But then to double down and to have an employee run over there and then them say, well, he was trying to be playful, but still it's sending the wrong message to your kid. They're like, he's like, well, it's your fault. You're the one who sells the toy here. It's for a dog. Also, like as the employee, would you just grab it? Like, would you would you just be like, okay, well, I'm going to remove it from the sales floor. I see it's a problem. Yeah, I don't like, know. She was being playful, so it was like there was no tension. But and and it was fine. Like I, I wasn't like angry over it. I was just more startled. shocked <laughs> or no astonished at the parents not being like, "Hey, this is a dog toy. We're in a public space. This could be yeah. disruptive to other people. So we're not going to play with this." But instead, they're like, they're like one of those parents from Willie from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, True. it's you giving, know? well, yeah. and that's like this kid with the bike pump is giving like Veruca salt. Like, yeah. I want to pet the dog. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's giving spoiled kid who's uh-huh. never been told no. And he's just, you know, a little too big for his britches. Let me tell you, <laughs> he if deserved. I get stabbed in the leg by a kid, my leg will also react. I'm not going to sit there and think, no. do I kick the kid or do I not? It happens <laughs> instantly. I There's no be- thought. It just happens. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that her her partner can't look at her the same again because it's like it sounds. It yeah, that's pathetic. It's like unless there's more to it where he's just like, I just this is the last straw. I feel like she actually hates kids and I don't believe her. It's weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Top comment. He came at her with a weapon after harassing her and she kicked him off of her? Question mark, question mark, question mark. 
Dude, this is a normal fight or flight response. She did nothing wrong. Yeah. Next comment. OP is out of his mind if he typed out this entire story and still thinks his girlfriend is in the wrong. For real. Some people just, you know, might not be able to wrap their head around the context. I mean, we're watching Survivor right now and there's some really dumb people on this season. So I'm sick thinking about who I've been dating for the last couple yeah. of years. It's can't believe she could hurt a child. Break up then. <laughs> I can't believe she could hurt a child. It's so pathetic. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to see this scene. I want to like, see the kid rolling cameras. down the hill. Yeah, because I'm curious. I'm like, so there was a hill right there. And I'm like, how did she kick him so he could actually do somersaults down a hill? It's just it's interesting how that panned out. But it's oh my dramatized. God. The stuff that happens, though, like I keep getting videos on TikTok that are like near misses. And those videos freak me out. Like a tire pops off a car like four blocks away and bounces and almost hits this person rolling 50 miles an hour. Like, yeah, there's crazy stuff. Did you guys hear about the Alaska flight that just had the window (gasps) ripped off of it? yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know, this could just be people making it fluffed up or whatever but there was nobody in the two seats that where the door flew off I heard that too and they said that like the people apparently missed their flight I don't know if that was just people trying to like make it more you know because that would be insane if there was two people who missed their flight and then that like they would have flown out of there like yeah there's like a lot where people are like trying to like hypothesize too like the plane was only at about I guess like 16,000 feet but if it would have actually been at like mm-hmm. cruising altitude, People, like that would have been insane. I was wondering because the video, everyone looks so like they're it's quiet. Yeah, it's like quiet chilling. except yeah. The wind. So I was but thinking, like, I'm like, they must on. not be too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. must not be too high yet. But I also think it was like after the descent. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like it had like like they all oh, had their the masks video. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. 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 right. Well, because imagine chance recording. Which God. when do you ever take a video on a plane anyway? Except for like the turbulence videos. When there's a pretty sky. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh my God. Or yeah. people stalking other people. Can you people. imagine getting that live? <laughs> it would be That would be crazy. insane. Like as it. Well, and like one of the seats, like the back of the seat was ripped off. Yeah. Also, we, wow. we were talking about it. Holy and, it shit. and it was like, can you imagine you're just like driving down the street and a fucking airplane window oh. lands on your car? Holy You'd be dead. Crap. I want to know where that thing landed. I, anyway. That's a good point. Yeah, I also, I don't know, I remember hearing this story about a plane, a window shattering, and the woman, like, was partially out of the plane, and unfortunately she didn't make it, because there, she just, like, there was no oxygen, like, she, and she was out there for too long. Did you ever hear about that? What one? Yeah, I don't know how long ago it happened, but I somehow came across it not too long ago, and I read the story, and it's just, like, it's so sad, but yeah, it's, it's a... It's powerful. Like the woman next to her, because that's what I was reading, was like the person who wrote it, I think was the person next to her. And she was saying that she was trying so hard to pull her back into the window. And it was just like. Was this the flight attendant? I don't remember. It was a while ago that I read it. There was one crazy, because we, I don't know why they did this to us. I guess like more, the more you know, the better you are. But during flight attendant school, we had to watch like the craziest like airplane crashes, um, the survival ones, the ones that didn't. Like, yeah. there was a crazy one where, like, a FedEx worker hijacked one of the FedEx planes and, like, oh, that one was bad. And then wow. there there was a Hawaiian flight where, like, a big section of the fuselage blew off. Wow. And luckily, 
like most of the people survived, which was like crazy for how much of the plane that was missing. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, one of the flight attendants got sucked out. And I I guess she was the only one. Wow. It was well, just terrible tragedy. Sit in the aisle, not the window. I That's guess. what. So then, when That's everyone literally whatever I'm yeah, saying, when everybody got back on the flight, they were all requesting to have aisle seats. But it's yeah, it is it is crazy because it's like flying is actually relatively safe statistically, but um, or not relatively, it is very extremely safe, safe. extremely safe, safer than driving. Yeah, yeah, and so um. I, but it's like it is crazy. These moments happen, and I saw this TikTok about this girl who was saying always listen to the safety um, descriptions because the, there was a flight one time, I guess, that crashed and only only a few people made it. And they, were all, they were all people that like listen to would the listen demo. to the safety demo like every time they were on the flight because it's supposed every to be more is different. Of, yeah, and it's also supposed to be more of like muscle memory so that you don't have, you just react. You don't have like time to like think. You just react and then, yeah, so that is now something that I'm going to implement because I don't think I've ever listened to the safety manuals <laughs> until just this most recent flight I was on. It honestly, as a flight attendant, it made it made me really happy when people would listen to the Aww. demos because, like, I would be like, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, now I just judge. It's so hard flying because I still like judge people. Like, we were on a. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't. No, no, no. It was. Um, it was Spirit. It was spirit because we flew like it was a $36 flight. It was amazing. But the flight attendants got off the plane, which like that is like an FAA regulation. Mm. Like you cannot leave passengers Mm. on a plane. Like for every 50 passengers, Mm. there needs to be one flight attendant. Okay. At least this was the rules back when I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And two flight attendants got off the plane. If there would have been someone from the FAA like auditing them, they would have gotten massive fines really you're not supposed to do that wow like it's so bad and then like they were pointing with their fingers which like you're not supposed to do you're supposed to point with open hands Mm, so it doesn't look like a gun it's like offensive in certain oh like places interesting yeah anyways yeah this guy's a goofball i'm i'm embarrassed for him yes me too yeah okay maybe um watch the boeing documentary if you haven't though Mm. just like on the planes that's a good one it was crazy crazy and i as i was looking for where the window fell no mention of where it fell where it blew off to not that i saw no one's talking about it yet but they're um grounding those boeing planes again what do you mean like new ones you remember when like the three plane crashes happened with the boeings and they grounded them no What's They're, grounding them mean? They, like, don't let those planes go up. Oh, okay. They Alaska, like, took their whole fleet down. Yeah. Where, where do they put the planes? Park them until you can get them inspected. Hmm. And and you said they're doing now. They're doing what now? They're grounding them. Oh. Certain, certain places, certain airlines. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Be safe out there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Another one of this week's partners is Next Devo. New year, new us, right? Or maybe just capitalizing on things we love and getting rid of things we don't. I think it's safe to say we all do not like products that don't work. But that is something you're not going to experience with Nextevo's CBD products. Nextevo is a clinically tested, water-soluble form of CBD. Their gummies and capsules are proven to work better and absorb four times better than oil-based products. 
Nexevo has gone through extensive testing and their label contents are 100% guaranteed. What you see is what you get. For me, I love my Nexevo sleep gummies. I've really been struggling to sleep. I don't know if it's coming back from traveling, getting into the swing of things again, working too much. But I toss and turn if I don't have my sleep gummies. Versus when I do have them, I wake up feeling rested. I feel like I actually slept. My brain was able to quiet down and I feel refreshed the next day. So if you're ready to try it for yourself, leave oil behind and start the year with more effective and fast-acting CBD from Nextevo Naturals. Get 25% off any order or up to 60% off as a new subscriber by using code THT at nextevo.com. That's 25% off your order or up to 60% off a new subscription at nextevo.com with promo code THT. This is, uh, this next one's coming from the Two Hot Takes subreddit. It's 23 hours old, titled, Am I the asshole for breaking up with my fiance after someone sent my parents intimate videos of us? What? Damn. Sorry for my English. It's not my first language. My fiance and I have been together for 10 years. We started dating when we were 15, and two years ago, we got engaged. He likes to record during sex, and I'm fine with it, too. Only he has access to those videos. A week ago, my parents received a message from a fake Facebook with a link to several of the videos. I complained to my ex-fiance, and he said that he was not the one who sent the videos, but only he has access to them. I broke up with him, but he's been filling my phone with calls and messages. Am I the asshole for breaking up with him? Whoa. How did they get that? Yeah, Who sent it? That's what I, I would want to know. I have a lot of questions there. This is like a movie moment where I'm like, who did it? So are we breaking up on an assumption? So we do have lots of comments from OP. Yeah, we need some We need some more. And by lots, I think there's four. Oh. Um, <laughs> not the asshole, but I would be questioning my ex like crazy. He must have shared the video. Otherwise, how did whoever send the video get it? If it was a random hacker, why send it to your parents? Right. This is personal. Right. That's well, what this I'm is, saying. This, wait, wait, wait. This is before or after breakup that the video was sent? Before. 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 So they everything's just normal and nice and whatever. Engaged. So why would he ever do it? What in the fuck would that? So what's you, the point of that? You know where my head went? Huh. He's cheating on her and the girl he's cheating with got the videos and Whoa. sent them to her parents. Right, because okay. it'd be completely yeah. illogical for him to do it. In what world? Why? Why? Yeah. No, no way would he ever send them. No. Unless he was looking for a way to get him to break up with her. But that's not even a guarantee. That See, this is why I'm like not... Uh, I'm, I just like wouldn't want to mess around with this type of stuff because if somebody else has access to somebody else's phone, then they can send it anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like takes Think like, about the cloud. How many celebrities get their cloud? Yeah. Hacked? I feel like stuff's not safe really anywhere. It's not. No. We literally so something is like missing from my room. And I'm having a I, I have to talk quiet. I'm having a bit of a meltdown about it. So I installed a little camera in my room mm. and literally like me and Justin were having sex today and I was like Oh my God, the camera recorded us. Yeah. Like, 
you try to do these things to be safe and then you're like oh, oh my, my god. god i have a sex tape <laughs> my first one that's hilarious so i'm kind of pumped though <laughs> of course you are but <laughs> oh god, like this guy so like funny. he liked recording it um but the person goes on to say like maybe it was an ex and the op responds neither of us have exes Someone goes, I worked in IT for a jail. You'd be surprised how many ways there are to hack the cloud if you had them saved on Google Drive or even iCloud. Yeah. Most use some sort of cloud slash drive on their phones without even knowing it. OP goes, oh, really? I think he saves them on iCloud or something like that. But if it was hacked, why did they send it to my parents? And someone goes, did you for sure see the link sent to your parents? Or did your parents just say they received a link with the videos? My parents showed me the videos and the message. Oh, my God. What was the message? Holy shit. Someone else comments, the most likely scenario is that it was posted somewhere online. A family friend or something saw it, recognized her slash them, and then sent it to her parents. Quote, look what your daughter is doing. And OP goes, quote, look what your daughter is doing, dot, dot. That was the message they sent to my parents along with the link. This is someone that's really mad that they're together. Wow. Yeah. This is, I I was just embarrassed for him thinking like he sent it or something. But yeah. like the more we get into this, like. I'm embarrassed for everybody. I don't think There's he There's nothing not embarrassing. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't feel bad. F- I'm not embarrassed by her. Like she's a victim in this. Yeah. No, not embarrassed for. I'm just embarrassed. Like whether you're the parents receiving it of your kid yeah, or you're the kid whose parents are seeing it. Yeah. yeah this painful. is just, this is embarrassing all around. I don't. It sucks. <laughs> I hope the parents like didn't actually watch it. Like I once mean, I opened up I mean, one, I feel like blip. I'd close it down right away. And well, hopefully. But not I look mean, at any of the other. Bl- you're going to see something. That's yeah. why it's a whole issue. I mean. I, this is so random and not at all really related. But you know um, the movies like Fifty Shades of Grey? Mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson, the actress, I remember there was a headline. Don't know if it's true at all. But she was mad at her mom yeah, for not, not going to those movies. It. Yeah, I remember seeing and that. And it's like, girl, you're fucking the whole time. Yeah. That's true. I wouldn't want my mom to see that movie. I think, yeah, I know. That's the hard part is that I feel like I wouldn't want to either. But at the same time, it was like her big it was a big break role. Yeah. So it was like something I'm sure she was so proud of. Like those yeah. were those books were huge. People were obsessed with them. So like to get the role in the movies of them, I'm sure yeah. it was just someone just needs to like give her mom an edit that has all of those scenes. Literally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this sucks. I I'm really he's embarrassing. However, this happened. Keep your data secure, dude. Just also sucks that people share stuff like that. Like why? Why do people so, have to so vulnerable? Like I, I watched that documentary where the guy used to break into people's emails and um and post God. them onto this one site. And this girl's parent this girl's mom was like, No, I'm gonna take him down. And so finally she figured out how to like take him down. It spent so much time on it. Like That's amazing. Yeah, but like he was making so much money off of this website of stolen like and they were like nudes of girls that like like this girl specifically, she wasn't even sending to anyone. She just thought like, oh, I look, I feel sexy right now. I'm going to take like a topless photo. And then she like, it was a long time ago. So she didn't have storage on her phone. So she like sent them on her email and then like deleted them off of her phone and like put them in like her like picture, you know, email Shoot. thing. And the guy just like 
would break into people's emails and steal and find and like apparently that was a thing people did a lot back then. Yeah. Yeah. And would take all That's their photos nuts. and post them. And so then people would like see the photos and think that like, oh, like she deserved it. She want like, I mean, people were assholes back then. And so she was like just she was like, it was the most mortifying experience. I felt so taken advantage of, like so vulnerable. Like it was just it was horrible. And so I just I loved how the mom ended up taking him down. That's crazy. It reminds me of like, don't fuck with cats. Mm. That was probably one of the scariest documentaries on Netflix, but it was like reverse hacking. Like, yeah, that. it was nuts. That was yeah. crazy. I've never watched that one. Um, It's you should. Yeah. Tonight. It's not tonight. No. A sunny, very bright early day. Um, <laughs> But with this one. Do you guys actually think this had anything to do with him except for him being embarrassing and an idiot and not securing his data? I don't think I don't so. Know. It's so hard. Like, because if anything, it's like maybe he sent it to his friends to be like, haha. And then his friends end up sending it to like a guy group chat. And then one of the girls saw it on the phone. Like, you don't need me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah makes you curious. I would just, oh, I don't know. This is just crazy to be together 10 years and like, this happens it's like it's a big loss like i i would have to have all the answers i'd be like let's track this down let's trace it yeah because if it's not his fault it's like do you really want to end that relationship that was going so well for 10 years like yeah. that's and like and if even, he got hacked and it's not his fault like yeah i don't think it's relationship ending i don't either. i'd hope not i'd mm -hmm. hope you'd be able to be more of a team and say Let's figure All this right. out. Obviously, yeah. I did not send them to your parents. Why in the world would I ever do that? Mm -hmm. I agree. What would be the motive? I agree. Also, speaking of the fact that like the fake Instagram accounts, there's something that just feels wrong. There's something nefarious going because, on. Well, well, no, I, I was going to say just on top of this, like, I just don't like that. So that people can like create accounts to bully other people without having their name behind it. Like, I feel like if you're going to like say or do crazy things online, like you should be able to like have your name attached to it because it's like now it's like, who was this? Now it's just this big mystery. Yeah. Be um, nice. When, yeah. Sucks. That's actually Brian said one time. He's just like, he's like, if people don't have their name or likeness or picture, anything associated with their profile and they say something mean online. It doesn't count. I don't care. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Goofy. Oh, okay. Well, I hope if you're listening, you update us on this one. Let us know what yes. happens. Moving along. Moving along. Moving along. This is Six Days Old, coming from Relationship Advice, titled, My 30 Female Ex-Husband, 36 Male, wants me to be a surrogate for him and his girlfriend because her body is too perfect to ruin. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you, can you read that first part again? My ex-husband? Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh my, <laughs> what? A few months ago, I made a post about my ex-husband. Since then, we have had little to no communication except through a third party because we have a daughter together. He does absolutely nothing for her. He asked for full custody because he didn't want to pay child support. I finally got him to agree to supervised visits and zero child support. The last three months, I haven't spoken a word to him, and he hasn't seen our daughter. But recently, he's been telling us about his hot 18-year-old girlfriend. Ugh. The reason why he told me is because we agreed to tell each other about our relationships since the person would interact with our daughter but he's always 
quote, accidentally sending me nudes of bikini pictures of her. (laughs) What is wrong with this man? Or accidentally sending me messages meant for her. Oh. Yeah. What? How how old did they say that this guy is? He's 36. So it's not like you're like some 80-year-old and don't know how to work your phone. No. The other day he told me that he wants to have a baby with her. He's irresponsible and she's immature, so they would make horrible parents. But he wants me to carry their child. Why? Because her teenage body is, quote, so hot and sexy and that I'm old and used. I have no idea why he would even ask me. Why is he telling me about her body? Why does he want me involved in any sort of way? It's all so weird. So messed up. What is wrong with him? Um, I think he's just trying to make her jealous. Yeah, he's trying to mess with her. Trying like, to fuck with her. Yeah. But why? And also, I'm sorry, it is not a freaking flex if you're dating an 18-year-old and you're in your 30s. That's no. double. That's double the age. Oh, my God. That's and it's literally double It's just age. It's not a flex because it just shows, like, I mean... I think I've said this before. Obviously, situations are always different. Like sometimes, you know, it's love is love. But like, I think that if you're actively going for somebody that young and then you feel proud about it, it's like, no, why could you couldn't find somebody that was like around your same age who actually would have to just like like you for who you are, not because you're so much older and cooler and like they're vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think it's a flex. And I think it's weird when people act like it is. But again, it's like love is love. So it's like sometimes it happens and I get it. It's so it's so different if you're 35 and you date someone that's 50. Yeah, it's different if you're 40 dating a 60 year old. We were kids at 18. Like 18 is still a kid. You're a baby. You were a kid. I don't care if it's legally an adult. Like, come on. It's you're bad. You're still so young. Yeah. And with that. Age difference, power imbalance, mm-hmm. different life stages. Yeah. Not the best time to think, mm, yeah, let's have a kid. Yeah. Like, no! like people do have kids when they're 19, 18, 20, 18, whatever. But with this dynamic, it feels very off. And it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not even actually happening. He's just saying that to mess with his ex Is there a hot 18-year-old? Without taking away some of the seriousness, so much of this was laughable. Yeah. Every single sentence you kept adding on. Crazy. I was like, when's the punchline coming through? Yeah. Because it just kept getting worse. And the <laughs> the sending sending her the nudes, Yo, sending dude. messages that are, are supposed to be for <laughs> the 18-year-old. Oh, my God. And then of all of it, you're going to cap it off by saying, yeah, and I want to have a baby with her. Yeah. But we want Ew. you to carry it. because it's so weird. And then to point out, her teenage body is too perfect. Oh, my God. But your used and old one oh my God. won't be affected by this. And you could do us such a good service. She's 30, not dead. It's insane. Like, <laughs> used and old? I'm about to be 30 in March. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> wow. How? It just kept getting worse. I I was curious where we were going to stop. No, that's why it's in this theme. I mean, he's crazy. <laughs> The top comment on this one, it's only January 1st, but I can confidently say he will win the 2024 prize for sheer audacity. Yes. And next comment goes, a little weird? Good grief. This guy needs to be a poster child for what went wrong during my lobotomy. 
<laughs> Ask your lawyer to revisit child support. Give him a good laugh. If he can afford more children, dot, 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 save all you can. Videotape yeah, honestly. him. Seriously, this could work to your advantage. And I, that was my thought. You, one, he hasn't even attempted to see his daughter, but yet he was asking for full custody. Document right. it all. Bring that to a judge and say, hey, he has no interest in, in being a dad. He was trying to get out of his financial support. Yeah. Reality is he's a parent. He can afford a certain lifestyle. He can afford to plan for another baby right now. I need child support. Take him back to court. He is clearly an unfit parent. Document everything he's sending you. There you go. Yeah, it seems like this guy's in La La Land where it's like, oh, you know what? I moved on. It didn't work. Yeah, my other kid. Yeah, maybe someday. Here's a do-over. I got this girl in front of me and you know what? I want to have a baby with her. It's like, it just seems like no thought, all just spontaneous whatever decision. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to have a kid. Yeah. It just feels it like feels so wrong too. Like, I mean, at least at like 22, it's I feel like it's a little bit less vulnerable. They're a little bit more in We're a little bit more independent as humans. But like 18, like that is my niece's age. You don't know shit at it's, 18. It's just crazy. And to think really if don't. she were to be dating someone who was older than me, I would just like, I would beat him up. <laughs> I mean, think of 18 to 25. Mm -hmm. Think about where you're at at 25 mm -hmm. as opposed to where, you know, 18 is you know, you feel like you're on top of the world. You finished high school, you're about to go to college or you're going to start your career. You feel like I've made it. I'm an adult. Here we go. The only thing I can't do is legally drink. And the next thing I can't do is get cheaper rental cars. <laughs> but those are the last two steps and you feel like I'll be there in no time. Mm -hmm. Really at 18, you feel like you know it all. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. I thought yeah. that. But then you get to 25 and you're like, or even now, I wish I could go talk to my 18-year-old self. Wouldn't you? How cool yeah. would that be? Just to sit down and ask your opinion on certain things and see how you've evolved. It would be funny. It yeah. would be so awkward. I don't know why. so but... much. Well, because you'd, you'd honestly be embarrassed for your 18-year-old self. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the theme. I keep seeing a lot of videos too recently. And I, I feel like it was around oddly like 25, 26 but so many girls are like, my prefrontal cortex developed and I literally started asking myself, why do I care so much about this guy that treats me like shit? And it's like, you go through that phase where you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you start to realize. Well, and when I was 22, I was dating somebody who's 30 and I just thought he was so cool and everything he did was cool and he just knew so much and like could take me to nice <laughs> dinners and I just you know and so it's like I can say that I know that when you're younger and you're dating an older person that you give them a lot more slack for sure like you think that yeah. you just think they're cooler and now it's funny because now I'm dating a 30 year old and I'm like <laughs> it doesn't you're not like <laughs> you're not like high and mighty you know <laughs> like you're like just a dude where it it's like make, yeah it must make you feel more mature like you've it accomplished does. more like you're doing all these things where all your friends are still playing around and in, in like yeah early college and you're like nah i'm going to these dinners you know it no it does I, have that effect for I, sure it does and it's so goofy why it does and why you need at that age, you almost need that validation. but Because then you get to our age and all you want to do is be younger. Yeah. Oh my God, take me back. <laughs> but I do remember being 18 and like dating a guy who was done with high school. He was playing junior hockey. And like, I was like, oh my God, he's graduated. Like, bleh. he's so cool. Literally just. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm like, it's not a flex because like, 
I I think that at that age when you're 18, if you're dating someone so much older, then they're just going to like treat you more like so like you're so you can do no wrong. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, yeah. it's wild. He's an idiot. Get your coin, girl. Get your coin. Yeah. Moving along. Another one of this week's partners is Talkspace. We all go through a lot and it can be hard to want to open up, talk to anyone, rely on someone else. But for me in the past, when I have been dealing with the darkest of blues, therapy has really, really helped me. But if you're not sure where to get started, try Talkspace. Talkspace makes therapy easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within just 48 hours. And it's incredibly convenient. You have virtual sessions with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. No need to waste time in the car, commuting, finding babysitters. Talkspace skips all of that and it makes your mental health care easy. And Talkspace is secure and private. They use the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client info and comply with the latest HIPAA regulations. They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, and relationship issues. So yeah, if you're thinking about couples therapy, Talkspace has that too. They're in-network with most major insurance providers. So if you're ready to try it, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash THT. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash THT to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash THT. Okay, this next one. It is a little bit of an oldie. I know um, if you watch the Subway Surfer Reddit stories as well, it has been read on there, but it it went super viral and I was like, this is really juicy and I feel like you guys obviously haven't heard it, so it's going to be good. So it's six months old, coming from Am I the Asshole? It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Helping a Friend in a Bad Situation on My Wife's Birthday? I, 28 male, have a friend called Sarah, 28 female whom I've known since childhood and has been there for me my whole life. I owe her my life and she's always been my go-to when I've got problems. I want to make this clear. Romantic feelings have never been involved. We have a brother slash sister relationship. My wife, 29 female, has never liked Sarah. Since I had her as a best woman at my wedding, she calls her a pick-me. She went as far to suggest I cut her out of my life when she became pregnant with her first child, but we worked through it in couples therapy. Since Sarah has always been there for me, I've stepped up for her with taking her to appointments, building the nursery, and even promising to be with her when she gives birth. She grew up in foster care, no family. My wife has become extremely hostile to Sarah, which has caused fights. To make up for not being there as much as I should, I planned a special birthday for my wife, a whole day and night, being treated like a celebrity with a fancy hotel, dinner in an expensive restaurant, shopping trip, and spa. Unfortunately, Sarah went into labor six weeks early and rang me in a bad state, begging me to come to the hospital because she was scared. I told my wife everything, and she started to freak out, saying it was her day and Sarah wasn't going to ruin it. I told her to stop being childish, we can celebrate another time, or she could ask a friend to go. Then she told me, don't come home without a paternity test, which hurt me. I'd never do that to her, but she wasn't listening. She just left without saying another word. 
I'm currently with Sarah in the delivery ward. Well, getting a cup of coffee. That's why the story is rushed. I've been getting so many angry calls and texts from both our families and friends. Unfortunately, I tried getting in touch with my wife, but I'm blocked on everything. I feel like helping a vulnerable person in a situation like this trumps a birthday, but I still feel guilty. Am I the asshole? This one's kind of hard for me. This is a tough one. You're not getting bad vibes? I I told you this is a hard one for me. I can't tell. There's parts in, in relationships where you have to trust your partner to the point where they say someone's a friend, then they're a friend. Even if they say their their name in the middle of sex, but you have to you have to Justin, you have to keep trusting. That was otherwise, so early. Otherwise, if you keep going back and forth and start this mistrust, you go down this crazy, you know, a spiral effect where you you go out of control and you create a huge problem. Uh, well, you either create a huge problem where there was none, or you discover that you were right all along. I just feel like something's off, though. Like, uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if this were me and Lauren, like, I even look at Lauren, and it's like Lauren is pregnant and by herself has no one else in her life, which would not happen, but let's pretend. I wouldn't, like, as much as I love her, I wouldn't continuously drop the ball on you and disappoint you as my partner. Like, I would try to be like, okay, Lauren, like, let's make sure you're set up with like other support systems. Let's, let's something, something, something like you get to a point where you can only pick someone else over your partner so many times before that person is like, why are we even together? If you're continuously doing everything at my expense, I don't care if she's your friend. It hurts. I wonder if how the wife would feel too, if it was a guy friend who called and said, I'm at the hospital, I'm scared, I need your help. Do you think she would still be upset? Do you think it's because she's, I mean, obviously there's an aspect of jealousy we can hear through the story. Yeah. But like, do you think that it's just the principle in general? Putting myself in this random shoes, like if it was a guy calling Justin all the time, hey dude, I need your help. Hey dude, can you do this? Hey, dude, can you come to the hospital? Hospital? Okay, yeah, that's a tough one. Right. But it's it's the proven history. I would start to get annoyed. So, I would be like, your friend is driving me up a wall. Like, right. Mm-hmm. It's not about this one. It's not about being there to help her be at the hospital. It's just the fact that like you have someone who's kind of a thorn in your side in your relationship. And it's like, you can be a good friend but it doesn't have to come at the expense of us. Mm-hmm. It's more the string of events, not just this latest one being the last straw. Yeah. I think I missed it. Who is she pregnant with? No mention. Oh, they don't talk about who she's pregnant with? Well, like, it's not mentioned in the story. So she doesn't have a guy that's... Okay, interesting. Okay. I think a lot of people are asking that question. Mm-hmm. Which is fueling Morgan's <laughs> speculation. Yeah. So top comment on this one. Hi, Warren. This is your wife, Ella. Oh, wow. Warren. I thought thought we were talking about Warren. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was direct Warren. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I did get confused for a second, too. (laughs) I know you know I love listening to Am I the Asshole stories on YouTube while driving to work. So maybe this was your new way of trying to gaslight me. First off, Melissa. Sorry, Sarah doesn't have anyone, especially a husband, because she cheated on him and doesn't know who the dad is. Wow. Which even your parents think 
is you. Oh my God. Love how you left that out. The fact that you claim not to blow me off, but whenever we are together, she has issues you can only fix. Like when I gave birth seven weeks ago, she ended up in the hospital and you wanted to go to her. And you almost did if it wasn't for your mom ripping you a new one. Oh my God. Sarah has no friends because she's rude as fuck to all the women in your life for no reason and slept with or flirted with multiple male members of your group in a relationship or not. Wow. As for me hating her after the wedding, she told me at the engagement party that I was a shallow airhead who didn't deserve you and insulted me in her best woman speech. And yes, I wanted you to cut her off when I found out I was pregnant because it came out around that time I found out your guy group passes her around like a cigarette. I realized tonight I was an asshole to no one but myself our whole marriage, and I deserve to be treated better. Woo. I'm currently out at a nice restaurant with your mom and sister while your dad boxes up stuff to take to Sarah's. I want a divorce and Sarah to be finally out of my life. Update before I leave this account. Oh, fuck. What? Um, Wait, did you read this already? No. Did you know that she was? I, I knew there was a twist. Okay. I, knew, I knew the okay. comment, but I didn't. I haven't seen this mm-hmm. other one. Um, so looks like there's going to need to be a trigger warning for infant loss. So the baby didn't make it, which is unfortunate. Warren and Simon, Melissa's ex, got into a fight at the hospital. He was cheating. A her fe- husband was cheating on her? It's confirmed now. Oh, my God. A few of Warren's Fucking friend asshole. group reached out to tell me they slept together multiple times during the pregnancy, too. Wow. So no lie detector needed. Warren is still with Melissa at the hospital and is trying to explain slash beg. Don't know why. It's over. He can't gaslight his way out of this. I've been talking to lawyers. I've got a good case, and I'm going to go for everything. And I bet my ass, Lauren, Warren, my God, will end up moving in with Melissa, then try to blame me as a bitter, jealous ex. Guess she got picked in the end. Again, thanks Reddit for everything. Wow. Holy shit. What an absolute asshole. I mean, honestly, I think— even even without all that context, like, if I was in that situation, I would also be pissed. Like, even from his story, like, it would be frustrating for it to be your birthday. And then it's like, is there not anyone else that could go there to, like, com- like comfort her? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not like he had to race to, like, save her from, like, a drowning car or something. It's like, it was race to comfort her. Isn't there anyone else that can do that on a you know, on, on, on his wife's birthday. So yeah. even like before all that context, like it just, it wasn't really an ideal situation, but like, I do understand people trying to be good people and be there for people. So I do appreciate that sentiment. Now that we know the additional information, screw you, Orin, screw you. Yeah. And the way you wrote that as a victim, screw you. Well, and that's what threw us <laughs> yeah. because I feel like Lauren and I are very good people. So you when it's for the best. when it's written the way it was, yeah. we were both like, "Well, I don't know." He was just because, trying to be help help everyone. Like, well, I'm just, right, but it was written it. to like yeah. put I'm, him on a pedestal. Right? Yeah, totally. I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. My wife's getting mad at me for helping someone yeah, or my exactly. fiance, wife, 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 wife. Yeah. and well, obviously, now that we know, we know. It, it, like now, we're just like, well, we should have known. What an absolute we should have asshole. Known. Well, what's crazy too is that the wife gave birth to their baby 
seven weeks ago. Yeah. Like, she is a new mom, too. Mm -hmm. So, new mom. This is her birthday. Yeah. Her partner oddly abandons her. She's already questioning if this is his baby or not. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Oh, my God. Like, you just want one fucking day. And this girl, like, always has something go wrong. Did he, yeah, did he respond to, uh, to his wife's pose? Uh, account has been suspended. All I got to say is that, because that was originally that response for the comment, right? Yeah. Yes, it's that the top comment, comment now. out of any story, out of any show I've ever been a part of on Two Hot Takes, that was the best, most satisfying, yeah. instant karma type comment we've ever had. It was very satisfying. It, yeah. When have you ever had that, Morgan? Where someone, Not this literally the, the person who the story is about, chimes in says actually and then calls out all the fake yeah. names well and we says, did here's what actually happened we actually yeah. i think it was lauren and i we did a theme that was titled two sides to every story mm-hmm. yeah and, and you- it was a whole entire theme of <sighs> this yeah i've been trying to find enough stories to do it well this is a damn good one yeah it is i probably should have saved it oh for my that. god <laughs> but um i'm gonna post another post on the two hot takes subreddit looking for stories like this that have two sides so if you guys out there come across them, please post the link on that post. It changes everything, obviously. I mean, yeah. wow. It's wild. Um, there's no comments. I'm going off screenshots from the Two Hot Takes subreddit, actually. Um, and the person who posted it just goes, in the comments, he hasn't acknowledged that Sarah cheated, and that's why she has no support system. Or that sh- she said incredibly rude things about the wife in the best yeah. woman speech. Yeah. Which, did you guys see that one that went viral on TikTok where the lady was giving the best man speech? And she goes, hey, I'm a Cody's ex from high school. And then, like, literally put the, the new wife down. <laughs> like, it is literally this. It's so mm-hmm. weird. Oh. So weird. I don't care if you're really, 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 really good friends. I think it's just kind of a weird place and obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but it feels weird that like an ex would be like the one to give that toast yeah. on your day married yeah. like someone yeah. else. Like I feel like people you slept with shouldn't give toasts. No, I'd say 99.9% of the time. Yeah, I did, there's exceptions. I did meet a couple when I was in South Africa who when they got married, she was like, it was something interesting where her ex ended up being like at their wedding and was one of like the best man because they just like they were just super good friends with each like they would all hang out together like with her like brand new like boyfriend and everything and like she was like they they like each other more than like anything like they're like best friends now like oh my god yeah. so it's like I, it's it's I'm like, not strong enough to handle that I'm just not yeah I mean like if it if it works for people it works for people but if it's one of those things where like you truly like fell out of love with that person. And you're just like, like, it was just so mutual. Like both people were just like, yeah, you know, that was just definitely not. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Can you imagine your current boyfriend and your ex becoming best friends? (laughs) I guess it's not crazy, but no, but definitely not. No, no, No I don't. I, I think they would kill each other. Like, I, I mean, just think they're just not compatible friends, knowing the two of them. That's probably very fair. But, I mean, they did meet at one point, <laughs> and they were fine with each other. It's starting. What? They're, they're, they're 
best friends. Oh, they're best friends? Yeah. yeah. Well, and they bo- both are also obsessed with the Packers, which is so funny to me. It's why? happening, everybody. Why? Why do you continue it's to go for those people? It's not on purpose, trust yeah, me. Yeah, it's also a red flag. That's <laughs> such a red flag of yours, Lauren. No, it's both their dads are from Wisconsin. That's so, an like, when you, when you grow up with, like, your dad, like, being so, you know, yeah, obsessed with football, it's, like, it's literally, like, the way that they both connect to their dads, so... I get it. Works. I get it. Mm. Okay. Moving along. Glad glad oh, I shared that one with you. But I should tell you guys this. I think you'll appreciate this. I bet <laughs> I'm like into football now because I bet against the Packers and we bet like 20 bucks each time. And you lost today. Yeah, huh? I did lose today. Really wanted but, the Bears to win. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Green Bay fans. But it's make it makes it really entertaining because then like him and I get to like talk shit to each other and like I don't actually care, but it's just like yeah. fun. I'm literally it, obviously if you're listening and you have a gambling problem, like do not gamble. I when I say like I'm gonna bet, it's literally gonna be like five dollar bets. Like mm. I can skip a cop like a coffee the next day and like mm-hmm. feel okay about it. But do not bet money that you don't have. Don't bet hundreds of dollars. Like, be safe and responsible. But today we were watching the Bills-Miami Dolphins game. And there was a stat at halftime where it was like, Miami Dolphins are 11-0 and zero when they lead at half. Like, meaning they've won 11 games when they've, like, been winning at halftime. Mm-hmm. And I go to Justin and I go, I want to make a bet right now. Like, if I was a betting person, I would bet right now that the Bills are going to win. And guess what? I would have won that bet. But so you didn't do it. I didn't do it. I even called my little brother who does bet. And I was like, you should make this bet. And he's like, nah, I already got the bills to win by three. And I'm like, I get I get why people are so into football now. Because whenever I put money down, then I get like really into it. And it makes you're it invested. really fun. Yeah, you're Literally. invested. Yeah. Literally. And it also is nice too. Because like, I mean, Brian bought us um, like a smoothie and like, earlier this morning and then a lunch this afternoon. So the key to Lauren's heart <laughs> is food, well, pampering, and football now. But but it's just, no, it was, it's nice because I'm like, I don't have to feel bad about giving him 20 bucks because like he just paid for lunch oh. and everything. So it's basically like I'm just, you know, it's a good trade-off. splitting it with him at this point. <laughs> girl math. Girl yeah, math. Exactly. There's some girl math I didn't if you lose, want some. He lose. It's basically lost. free. He it's basically lost. free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically free. Yeah. Speaking of, we do need to do a girl math episode soon. I've seen a lot of people commenting for that one. Okay, I'll join. Okay, I think. Oh, you? Yeah, you're you're good at math, though. I don't know if you can be a part of it. I think I'd add a good perspective from okay. the non-girl side. Hmm. Okay, not the man, the non-girl. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Justin just loves being a part of the girly activities. I do. The girls' nights with the, with the PowerPoint presentation. He's still been always, done it. Been asking for years. Always wanted to do that. That would be really fun. It's his dream. It we'll is. do it. We'll do it. You you've proven that you're the best host out of any of us. So Aww. you can host it. Thanks. I wouldn't know. Yeah, you didn't make it to friends' Christmas thing. Okay, mm-hmm. moving along. Last story. Let's do it. I have one quick one to cap us off, kind of on a funny, crazy vibe. This is coming from like r slash wedding photographer. I don't know the title. I just have the bread and butter of the post because I'm going off a screenshot. It goes, earlier this summer, I shot a wedding. My typical second shooter couldn't make it. So I found someone else online who I felt did good work. Anyways, her and I did the wedding and everything seemed business as usual. Photos were edited, delivered to client, all was good. Then this morning, I got an email from the bride. 
She was wanting a refund because the lady I had hired as a second shooter for the day ended up sleeping with her husband at some point after the wedding. What? And she also included photos from his phone to prove it. I haven't responded yet, but what's the best thing to do here? She hired me for a job and the job was completed and product was delivered. But I also feel like this would be as if I were a professional dog walker who walked a client's dog, then came back and shot it later. Wait, what? They're giving a really bad, like, yeah. analogy. analogy. It's it's bad. It's not. No, uh, that, it, one that doesn't really. Uh, no. But can you imagine? Oh, my God. I mean, I guess it wasn't meant to be. So the comment that Why goes, did that lady include pictures? She's an evil bitch. Some people do that, though. Unless she was trying to save the girl because she knew who he was and knew he was a piece of shit. But then why would why you sleep, sleep with, with him? him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, the comment that I have a screenshot of is, offer her a discount on her next wedding. Oh, God. Damn. Just, no, woo, I would. I think I would, I would still give like a, an amount of certain amount of discount. I mean, it wasn't the photographer's fault. Well, the the original the, 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 yeah, the one who's writing in. <laughs> but I still think that just out of your company's name and like good graces, like you like even yeah. at my um at the restaurant I worked at, this lady accidentally dropped her phone in in her water glass. We <sighs> didn't we didn't do that, but like they knew she was really sad about it and having a bad experience, so they comped her meal. Wow. You know, so it's like, I just feel Those like it's things. a good thing to do to like for out of good graces, like for, you know. Yeah. You always wonder, though, with things like that, especially on the wedding night. If someone's going to cheat, then. Are, Dude. you know, is this second shooter the honestly pro- just helping you save That's, time? Yeah, probably. Because Definitely. if you're already doomed to failure with this person, wouldn't you rather just be doomed to failure yeah, right now absolutely. and get started? So I always feel with these types of stories, if someone can come in mm-hmm. and like cause that big of a crack in your relationship where they get one of you to cheat, yep. are they kind of doing you a favor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in like, in hindsight, like after the person is healed from it, like I'm sure they do think like yeah. I'm so glad that happened. But like in the moment, they're probably just seeing red and they're like, oh, 100%. Want all that money wasted. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, no, there's want, a lot of bad to it. You but. just want to get a little bit of it back, especially because like you kind of look at it like, damn, if that second shooter wouldn't have been there. But it was just a matter of time. Exactly. And at least you're in the annulment window. That's true. Maybe it hadn't been signed That's true. yet. Yeah. No, I think you sign it in front of someone that day. Sometimes you don't get to it mm-hmm. until the end of the night. Mm, get a little too drunk. Well, that is all I have for us on this uh, episode. We are in for a really good year. Uh, be sure to comment what themes, story types you'd like to see, uh, what guests you'd like to have come on this year. But thank you for being here for another episode. It's it's the second one of the year, and I'm already feeling like just so excited like yeah i have an editor starting again soon i'm going on tour with you guys yeah yeah. just i'm really i'm really excited for this year and everything it has uh ahead of us yay all it has in store yeah start the tour in february it's literally so soon like four weeks away yeah three and a half weeks away we'll be traveling there Mm -hmm. to like go and then we're going full blast in uh march 
Yeah. We just have one show in February in Charlotte. Just one. It's yeah. our first one. We added. I heard people asking for Charlotte. Uh, if there's a city that is on your radar, but it's not on ours, also comment that. I don't know if we'll add it to this tour, but, you know, it'd be great to get a good jump on fall. Mm-hmm. Maybe look for some bigger venues, things like that. So let us know. But other than that, merch is on sale. Justin's wearing it this episode. I'm wearing some OG merch. Lauren's got the vintage. Lauren's yeah. got the vintage. vintage. <laughs> um, we have a second design coming very soon. So be sure to get this one while it is still available because it's it's a really good one. We wore it home in Minnesota, and everyone was commenting how cool it was. Yeah. So. It's cute. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Other than that, head to Patreon. Amazing content this month. And thank you guys again for being here. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Bye, Bye. guys.